Cavens Construction bringing you hour number two of the rush. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, facility maintenance, and yes, 24-7 emergency repairs. Cavens can do it. Give them a call today, 405-573-3048. Tulsa, they're here to serve you as well. 918-282-7612. Cavens Construction bringing you hour number two of the rush. A lot of great submissions last last segment. None better than the Adam Sandler uh, submission. But we did get a uh, please get back to the foosball talk today. text <laughs> which normally i would laugh at but this person sent in like six other uh musical performances that they wanted to see at owen field so yeah. i guess i'll let it slide this time reading something earlier today i guess this came out over the weekend that the big 12 is prepping to have potentially up to 14 teams in their football conference and they're trying to decide what they want to do in terms of divisions i guess they're waiting to see if the ncaa is going to pass something that wouldn't require you to have divisions if you have a championship game. It, it sounds like the Big 12 is thinking about not necessarily having divisions when it comes to having 12 or 14 teams. Their thinking is that way you could pair up your two best teams regardless in a conference championship game and better your chances to have a college football playoff squad. Okay. Um Hmm. I just straight off, I absolutely hate it. Um, I could be convinced otherwise, but what this tells me is, let's say they keep the nine-game conference schedule, right? Yeah. So you'll have nine and three non-conference, right? So my guess is. I take OU for example. Just I this doesn't have to be like hard fact, but who would you say are the top three would be the top three teams other than Oklahoma? Oklahoma State, Baylor, um I'm sorry, you count the new teams or not? Yes. Cincinnati then, yeah. OSU, Baylor, Cincinnati, uh one more. Um probably UCF. UCF. Or Kansas State. I'm not picking Texas. You said you need to throw Kansas State in there. So, because you got 14, so there would be five teams that you don't play. Okay? In order for them to get their best teams, you would dodge your best teams playing each other. Right? So, Oklahoma would have a nine-game conference schedule without playing. Well, they would play OSU, but they wouldn't play Baylor Cincinnati, UCF, and Kansas State. Sure. I hate it. Yeah. Well, and then you're going to have everyone that's – you're always going to have a situation if someone gets a ridiculous schedule, someone gets an easy schedule. Now, I understand that that happens with divisions, but you can justify the divisions a little bit. That's the way it's set up. I mean, that's kind of on the teams for for being really bad. But, yeah, I mean – how do you decide every single year what the schedule is going to be if no divisions and you have 14 teams? Well, because I think it's only going to happen one year. Well. One, maybe two. Um, I, the best way to do it is because I know they don't want to have to change the divisions or something like that. Isn't that what they said? But only one team has to change. If you have two seven-team divisions, okay, there's your 14 teams. And if OU and Texas are in the same division, they're in the in the South, 
Okay, well, they're both gone. All you do is take one team from yeah, the north. It's and not move a it. big deal. It's not like That's you're it. picking up and moving a football program no. to another area. You're just changing a little bit who the changing teams the that schedule. they play. Yeah, it's 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 fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, text line says, honest question: When OU and UT leave the new Big Twelve, uh, leave will the new Big Twelve even be considered a Power Five conference? Yes, it will be considered a Power Five conference. But I think as we move forward. I don't think it's going to be – it may be still be called Power 5, but I think in reality it's going to be a Power 2, man. I think the Big Ten and the SEC as entities are going to be much larger than any other conference out there. Uh, those are going to be the two that rule college football, and the SEC more than the Big Ten. I wonder wow. if the Big Ten realizes, man, how um, important Ohio State is to, to their future in terms of being – nationally relevant on a year-in-year-out basis. Because as I look at the Big Ten, I don't look at another team that can consistently be a national championship contender year-in-and-year-out. No. Like, the, the Big Ten is very dependent on Ohio State winning some national championships in the future because if not for the Buckeyes, I, it's all going to stay in the southeast, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Um, I... <sighs> It's all has to do with the whether or not the playoff expands. If the playoff expands, then I don't think the Big 12 has anything to worry about. If the playoff doesn't expand, I think everyone has something to worry about, especially if NIL and transfer rules remain the same. The, the consolidation is going to be – uh, drastic in in the SEC, the the real power, and I think it's going to be the same thing in the Big Ten. I, you know, I I don't know. I I honestly I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but I think the Big Twelve will most likely be okay. Yeah, the time they being. they need Cincinnati to really capitalize off this uh off this playoff. I mean, you could call it a Power Five, but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you win the Big Twelve and you're a one-loss team that you're going to find yourself in the four-team playoff. Sure. You know, that that there's still no guarantee of that. There's no guarantee of that right now with Oklahoma and Texas. It's uh, it's, high, it's it's most likely. I still think it's 75%, and that's kind of what I've always said, but it's not a guarantee. By the way, off topic a little bit, but I forgot to bring this up. Our uh our weekly punching bag, Bud Elliott's. Yeah. Here's what he tweeted out earlier today. Anyone else just not care about tampering? These players aren't paid and aren't yet employees. If they were under contract, different story. They are under contract. Technically, like they they sign a national yeah. letter of intent. Yeah, they're literally mm-hmm. under contract. Yeah, so uh, back to the drawing board, bud. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what what they are. They are. They've. They've got a. I mean, they've. They've got that. That piece of paper and the agreement there that that's where they're going and and in order to get out of that and be able to open yourself up to recruitment again, you have to enter the transfer portal. You know, I actually listened to that uh, Cover Three podcast that he's on uh, last week, mm-hmm. and he said something to the effect of. You know, my wife always, or my wife reminded me of how much I'm hated. Or he said something. Like he at least knows that he's hated. And I, for some reason, I immediately thought of you as a sophomore at OU, 
Britt Venable saying, you know why I play you, right? <laughs> because you have no one else? Right. At least you know that. <laughs> <laughs> At least he knows. At least he knows that he's hated. At right. least he knows that. Right. Yeah, that's um, that's good. At least he knows. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand... I don't understand how people cannot care about the current situation. I, I think it's just a hot take, man. Like like anything else, they've kind of painted themselves into a corner of like, here's what they're all about. I, 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 maybe they, I, I don't know. I, I think it's incredibly dumb to not care, but I think that they're just painting themselves into that corner to where, you know, the USA Today basically did during COVID. The COVID yeah. college football season. Well, I I understand that if you want to take the stance that the players players deserve a piece of the action, but that's not what this is. The players aren't getting a piece of the action. You you're you're getting outside money pulled together to to entice players to come to that school, and I mean, and and that's fine. I, I I'm all for everyone making money. I, I've got no problem with that. I just I don't know. It just it it doesn't seem up to par. I would rather say I'm I'm way happier with taking money out of uh, like putting a cap on how much you can spend in you know collegiate sports on on a coach or a coaching staff or I'm 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 better that way than I am what we got going on right now. This seems seems pretty uh, pretty raunchy, but I don't know. I don't know. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Hit a couple things that caught my uh, eye next. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. First of all, quick shout out to our friends over at Roof Tech. If you've had hail damage or any any other issues with your roof, give those guys a call. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, runs the business over there and does an outstanding job. Um, I just saw this. Came across not too long ago. Uh, the NFL National Football League, Tyler, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. has suspended DeAndre Hopkins for violation of their performance-enhancing drug policy. So, Found like three different things in his system? Is that is that right? Yeah, that's sounds what Sounds like he was uh, going all out on this deal. That's what it sounds like. We'll see, uh, see what else comes up there, but could have been uh, – I think maybe they, they knew some of that before the uh, – the Hollywood Brown stuff was was coming across, but that was interesting. Now, tell me if you saw this. There was a, a U.S. family that was in Israel, and they were there visiting. I think they toured around some of the different areas in Israel. And during their tour, I guess they found an unexploded bomb, like a like a shell. 
and they thought, oh, this is cool. That Let- happened to Joe Dirt, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not not unlike Joe Dirt. He shot Roman candles at it. Except this one was actually uh, not a... Uh, Big old hunk of poopy. Right. That's what the- this was actually... Oh, no, no, this is an old crapper tank is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there is big piece of poopy. Um, this was actually some unexploded ordnance. They thought, well, this is cool. Let's take this home. So they go to the airport in Israel, and they open up their bag, I guess, and there's a bomb in there. The place, it goes into absolute chaos that they've got this. They tried to get this on an airplane. People running, diving behind uh, counters and trying to find cover before the bomb goes off. Unbelievable that someone would try to take that on a plane. Did the headline read Florida family? Is that how the story started? Because <laughs> I feel like uh, they're probably from Florida. Oh I mean, my come on. gosh. I don't think anyone else is doing that. Isn't that incredible? Wow. Uh, international flight. Let's take some unexploded. Orders. I'm actually I'm surprised they didn't try to use it as a carry-on. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think they actually did. Okay. Final thing. Scott Frost, Tyler, has been uh, handed a penalty. Nebraska has been handled the penalty here. Scott Frost, who uh, we remember this this whole deal, had a uh, a coach that was not permitted to be on the field coaching special teams. And this is what the NCAA really digs the, their heels in on stuff like this. A special teams coach holding a blocking dummy is uh, worthy of giving Scott Frost a five-day suspension, a one-year show cause. Nebraska is ordered to pay a $10,000 fine. Uh, Just, in my opinion, absurd. Um, Does anyone else find it funny that he did get caught cheating. Nebraska still went three and nine, and maybe had the worst special teams group in America <laughs> last year. It's, Does anyone else find that funny, or is that just me? It's I just it pisses me off that this is what the NCAA spends their time on. It's it's ridiculous. They pick and choose, man. It's crazy. Um, okay, first the internet is divided a little bit really? today. What's new? And it is over Pete Davidson right. now. People have spotted a new tattoo on Pete Davidson. It just so happens to be on his neck. Now, no one can independently, no one can confirm this, but there is a bunch of letters, the tattoo on his neck right now, and people think it is the initials of Kim and Kanye's kids. So that is apparently how deep the relationship is, or at least how deep uh, Pete Davidson thinks the relationship is. He allegedly has a new tattoo on his neck uh, for Kim's kids. That is... The most predictable thing ever? Predictable and absurd. I can't believe he would do that. Hey, I I understand if uh, you're dating someone, you... You get along with their kids. You think their kids are great. That is like... Just think of the process of thinking of how you arrived there. I love these kids. These great. I want to be a part of their mom's life. I want to be a part of their life. That's great. And to show them that I love them and I care, I'm going to get them tattooed right on my neck. Yeah. That'll show my love. that That is a massive insecurity or something, right? That you've got to 
you're so afraid that you've got to have the kids' initials tattooed on your neck. Think about how awkward that is for the kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that even? Yes. And these are young kids. Like, what does that mean? You know, I've already got a dad. Right? I've I've got a dad. You're you're not my dad. You don't need to tattoo my initials on your neck. It's creeping. Sure, it's his awkward. next show, he's going to wear one of those shirts that says, "I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up." He'll oh, probably, yeah. he'll probably, or maybe that's his next tattoo on the other side of his neck. I don't no know. doubt, that is crazy. Um, next one, bad weekend for Texas. Zero picks mm. in the NFL draft. Demarvian Overshone did tweet out, "That will never happen again." Uh, okay, Demarvian. I mean, that has happened two times in the past nine drafts now. But okay, got worse for Texas though. Oshawn Mathis. Pretty good defensive end. I believe he's a defensive end. Um, was in the was in the portal. Played at TCU last mm-hmm. year. Good player. Thought for a while to be going to Texas. He says, "Nah, I'm going to Nebraska. Forget going to Austin." How about Nebraska picking up a a nice edge player there? Uh, pretty good stuff. Here's the thing about Texas, though. I I think that's a, quite the reach to say it's never going to happen again. I, it may not happen next year. It's happened two times in the past decade. It's going to happen again. Right, Demarvian. That's right. That's right. Last one I have. Um, we need to we need to do this. Thoughts and prayers to the three OU meteorology students oh. that lost their life on Friday. Drake Bo- uh, Brooks, Nick Nair, Gavin Short. Awful, awful, awful situation. Um, prayers to their family. Oh, it's so brutal. Mm. So so brutal, and it just it's it's painful 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 i hate that for i hate that for everyone involved i hate it all right let's hit a quick timeout more from the rush coming up we'll wrap up hour number two next cave construction Bringing you hour number two of the rush on this Monday. Be hashtag weather aware out there today. It is, uh, it's getting pretty nasty out there. The return of Pete Hughes did not go well for Kansas State this weekend. I don't know if you were monitoring the situation <sighs> yeah, or I did. not. Uh, oh, you put up some uh, major runs on Friday and Saturday. and Weren't able to get the sweep, no. but uh, listening to Toby, it sounds like the return for Pete Hughes was docile with the uh, OU fans? So there was a uh, <laughs> prearranged agreement There's or something? a big uh, very big member of the uh, OU baseball uh, fan base. He like, sent me a video Saturday before the game. It said 19, uh, 19 ways to lose and he said I'm going to show this out in the outfield once OU gets the series win which they did that day. So I don't know if he put out the 19 ways to lose a game sign or not but um, Toby was saying it wasn't that rowdy. Well, I, I mean, it was built up for four years. That- right. I I expected um, shenanigans, but I don't know. What's the 19 ways to lose? Well, he had 19 ways. That was Pete Hughes' big like, oh, thing, okay. like 19 ways and I gotcha. 19 ways to lose, is what <laughs> OU fans say. OU softball looked good, too. Sweep over KU. I think they only allowed one run all weekend long, so uh, – that was uh, rather impressive. Did we get a roll. did we get a standing O at, at the KSU uh, OU baseball? Did they ever switch the shortstop and second baseman? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. But that would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing troll job if he did. Baker's still in Cleveland, man. Yeah, at least for now. Um, are they just going to keep him on roster as insurance in case Deshaun Watson 
get suspended by the league or I I don't think so. I think they've threatened to do that to try and force other teams to to quickly come to the table whenever it comes to a trade, but I'm telling you and this is what I would do if I were a GM somewhere. I still believe the team he, he's most likely to go to is Houston. And if I'm Houston, I'm I'm really way more interested in what's going on in the draft next season. I'm not in any rush right now. I got the Mills kid as our quarterback. You know, we're looking at a high draft pick next year. I'm in no rush. And I'm not giving up any assets to Cleveland for Baker Mayfield. I'm going to wait until sure. they pay that $18 million and yep. release him. You have no and reason then, to give up any assets for it. And then at that point, okay, maybe we'll talk. But Cleveland's going to at least have to pick up a massive, massive chunk of that $18 million that they uh, are guaranteed with Baker Mayfield. And I still hope that they pay $45 million this year for Deshaun Watson and $18 million for Baker Mayfield and don't get to have either one of them. That is a dream scenario. Um, $60 million for a quarterback in one year and not get to use either one of them. By the way, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, was the pick. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did actually LOL when I saw that one on Saturday night. Ha! He's not. He's never irrelevant. He's always relevant, just in the wrong way, right? There's no <laughs> doubt about that. At Texas, you couldn't get a player drafted, but Brock Purdy did. Come on now. Yeah. All right. Quick timeout. Final hour is next. Stay tuned.